Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is a very special episode. This is a very, very, very special episode. We have Jared here as a co-host. Yes, hello, hello. Jared. Hello. I love it when Jared's here. It's no, no. So do I. Yeah. Guys, thank you. But let's get to the real meat of the podcast here. Yeah. Ashley is here. Yes, And we're here, here today to celebrate our mothers, the mothers that we love, the mothers that I think I can speak on behalf of all of us very quickly here and say that we've been very lucky to all been gifted and blessed with mothers that we love, admire, and look up to, and that we're very thankful for. And so today we're just honoring them with this episode. This is a very special episode for all of us, especially. I have a whole new appreciation for moms, of course, because now I am one and I know how hard of work it is. Wow. It never stops. I now understand why people say it's the hardest job in the world. We have one child and it's overwhelming. Of course, it is beautiful and loving and well, amazing. Best, and I'm obsessed with him. And look at that facey right there. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we love him more than anything. I mean, this is about mothers. So you love him more than anything. I can see that. And it's, it. I, I posted about it uh, recently about like, me viewing the love you have for Dawson through my eyes, like oh. his father's eyes, you know, and seeing it's, and we talked about it earlier. Not everybody's, you know, lucky enough to have parents in their lives, to have mothers in their lives. And so to see the way that you treat Dawson at such a young age and being new, being such a new mother, but already being such an incredible mother uh, is pretty awesome. And it's well, just, thanks, babe. I, I think, you know, like every parent has that <clears throat> moment when their child is born. They're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Everybody thinks that they don't. And it, like nobody knows what they're doing. And am I going to be a good parent? And, and seeing how Ashley uh, is just instinctually a great parent just because you love them. But you too. Well, this is about mothers. This is okay, not about I fathers. Know, but Father's we'll, Day will do this. Okay, all right. You fine. can praise the hell out of me on Father's okay. Day. But uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy though. I see what Ashley goes through. There's a certain thing that you have with Dawson that I don't have. No, stop. Really? I swear. Well, no. it's just, it's not, he came out of your stomach, you know, stomach. like I get it. He came out of my stomach. Well, I was going to say he came out of your vagina. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how PG 13 we're getting here. <laughs> well, uh, is the vagina PG 13 or the PG? I think that this is probably in this circumstance. It's PG. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just, uh, it's biology guys. Well, um, we do have a big episode in front of us. I want to take a second here and give a shout out to Pandora Jewelry. Uh, you know, we can talk and share and praise our mothers and uh, praise all the mothers out there listening and all the future mothers out there and all the people that hope to be mothers or that are, um, let's call them mentors and guiders and um Maybe their next door neighbor's live or their nieces and nephews' lives. There's so many people out there 
um, who have a huge impact on the kids of this world. And we can, we can praise them with words, but it's oftentimes um, uh, really special when you do something intentional, like get them a gift. And Pandora Jewelry recognizes that, and that's why they're sponsoring this episode today, to highlight people that are mothers on this very special day. And we want to thank them for doing that. Uh, we want to thank them for the gifts that were sent for our mothers. Uh, it helps us uh, show some extra love on this day as well. Yes, uh, thank you, Pandora, because I didn't and, get anything from my mom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I did now. Thank you, Pandora. We <laughs> um, don't have to tell her that. We're just going to tell her that you got her something very special. Um, That's right. Hey, let's take a break here. When we come back, we're going to start bringing in our moms to this podcast. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Before we do get our moms on, I just wanted to say a couple of things. It's going to be so, it's going to seem really weird and random, but I feel like you would totally be thinking the same thing. I never like when I worry about my family and stuff about like, I was, always, you know, I always like worry about my family, but I never worry about like how I am, like my safety or my health or and whatnot. And now you're thinking of Dawson's safety. Yeah. And now, now you're I thinking think about, about how your parents think about your safety. Yeah. But yeah. I think about me being like safe and healthy for him so that he has me. Yeah, I agree. Right. I never used to be concerned about myself. I was always concerned about like me having my family, but like not me, like my own well-being. But now I actually worry about my well-being because it has oh, to do Dawson. with his. Yeah, I agree. And then I also just want to say that we're thinking about like all the people out there that want to be moms, that can't be moms or are having trouble being moms. We under, you know, we understand just like how emotional that is, especially on days like today. Yeah. Okay. I think Ben's mom is coming in first. If... um. Yeah, so, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about, guys, with the mom? Should we, like, have the person <laughs> whose mom it's not ask that other mom questions? Like, Heck, should, yeah. I yeah, think okay. that's fantastic. So, Jared and I should ask Ben's mom questions. Okay, without further ado, here is Amy Higgins, the mother of me, who I love so much. I love my mother so much, not myself so much, but I love her. Uh, she's coming on right now. Congratulations, you two. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. I wish we can show you him right now. He's so asleep in his sway. Do we look like new parents? Yes. Well, you look the same. Disheveled, <laughs> tired. You don't look yes. disheveled at all. Oh, yeah. Well, but you've also been battling your little not feeling so well. So oh, yeah. All of that on top of each other. I know. No. It's, been, it's been a little trifecta. But anyway, let's not talk about us. Amy, oh, this is about I mean you. Well, first of all, how are you? I'm great. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, I can't Happy believe Mother's it. Happy Mother's Day, Mother. Time to hear it. Thank you so much. Amy, I, I got uh, an uh, urgent uh, question, Jared. All right, I got one after you. Amy, your son was coined as the perfect Ben. How does that feel raising somebody that was in the pop culture sphere referred to as perfect? And like, what did you do right? What did you do so right to create that human? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, every mom thinks their child is perfect. So, yeah, in some senses, it's spot on. Um, uh, I think having one helped, too. I He got my all of my attention, which I don't know if he found that to be necessarily the best, but um, he's also just a great kid, you know? He was the kind of kid like he is the person today. He was always so inquisitive and and asked a lot of great questions and just wanted to know a lot, meet a lot of people. So he made it pretty easy to to raise a pretty solid kid. And man, what's the what's the most embarrassing thing Ben has ever done? Oh, Jesus! The most embarrassing, or I, like the worst thing he's done. If you can't think of something that's embarrassing, like where one time he got in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Well. When he wasn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably, even though I didn't get to witness it, I think one of the most embarrassing things, maybe for him, and the, one of the funniest things for me to hear is the story is when he was at the Y and he was on a treadmill and, and uh, was running along and, I don't know, got caught in the treadmill. and Like a cartoon character. Whipped him right, whipped him right off the back end of it yeah. and slammed him to the wall right there. Oh, wait a minute. You fell in the treadmill and then you then you fell. Flew into the wall. And here's the best part. I had a Higgins basketball jersey on so that Higgins was on the, ba- of the, the back of my shirt so everybody knew who it was. There was no hiding. I actually thought um, she was going to say that you know my very and this is actually sad and it all worked out but my very first car accident i was 16 years old his very first car accident (laughs) it's actually i think my only one i've never been (laughs) in another cross my fingers knock on wood um i was with my buddies early in the morning we were heading to like mcdonald's or something to get um breakfast and i was distracted and I rear-ended um, a lady pulling into the YMCA. That's why I thought she was going to say this. This is probably the most trouble I should have gotten in, but I think I was felt so bad myself that the lesson was already learned. So that's not the end of the story. Um, what happened was uh, she, unfor- like, she was on her way to the hospital to have her child. And so this was a really scary moment for us. Everybody was healthy. Everybody was good. But you can imagine how much guilt I felt in that moment and how much like fear I had in that moment. Yeah. Um, she was in labor and you hit her? Well, she wasn't in labor. I, I mean, I don't know. She was picking yeah, up her mom at the Y to bring her to yeah, the hospital. Yeah. She was pregnant. Yeah. He rear-ended her. Then she went into labor. Yeah. So super <laughs> scary moment for so many people. Like as a teenager, you're really scared. You're like, you know, you've learned your lesson already on being distracted. Like that's not a thing I'm going to do again. But here's where the story maybe gets like embarrassing for me. Um, the cops come. Uh, you know, they're questioning me like what, how this happened. And I'm telling them and they're like, okay, um, we need to search your car. And I'm like, okay. And they pop open my trunk. And the night before my buddies and I had gone out TPing. And so there was like a hundred rolls of toilet paper, like <laughs> bounding out of my trunk when they open it up. Um, 
So it's the most Indiana thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Just a great night out TPing. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's what I thought she was going to say. I, I, I'm I'm sure she was hesitant to share too much. Um, but that was that was what comes to mind for me is where I think everybody was the most disappointed in me. Um, Amy, what's the best age for like, you know, a lot of people say, what's the worst age? I'm curious, you know, you've, you, you have a wonderful son. Uh, he's in his, uh, early thirties now. Uh, what do you think the best age? Because I'm curious, you know, we have Dawson right now and he's incredible as, as a, as a baby. Uh, I'm curious what, you know, hopefully knock on wood, we're all healthy and, and, you know, alive in 25 years when he's an adult. And I'm curious what might, like how much the relationship is going to change. Um, I really feel like for me, even though it kind of was some of the hardest too, but some of the best, I really liked uh, the sixth grade through freshman year um, age. Mm -hmm. You know, it, he was growing so fast. There was so many things to be involved in. He was really enjoying kind of his independence um we did a lot of really cool things together as a family uh you know with vacations and sports and you know it was uh, it was just to me that was a really kind of uh really alive and fun time you started to really see the person uh that was evolving and been um even though i I seriously am loving the adult man stage. Um, it's kind of a weird thing, a time of being a mom too. And Ben and I just had this kind of really cool conversation about that not too long ago. But uh, I would say the most fun time was I for me the like sixth grade through freshman year. That's when my dad started really appreciating having us around. I think it's probably because you can um, start having adult conversations with right. the kids. Yeah. But at the same time, there's still kids enough where you don't have to worry about them making stupid teenager mistakes. Sure. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I guess my last question for you is, as a fantastic mother who has raised the perfect Ben, what are some tips that you have for Jared and I in parenting Dawson that maybe isn't stereotypical, like things we wouldn't really think about? Um, well, I feel like uh, I, maybe it happened on accident, but I also feel like it was a good thing um, from the time that Ben was a toddler all the way up through today, I feel like, and you can ask him to verify this, but I really felt like uh, I was pretty good about giving Ben the opportunity to make decisions for himself, um, you know, right down to just, you know, what stupid t-shirt he put on and combination of clothes <laughs> or what breakfast cereal he picked, you know? Um, and some of it was not always great, you know, but I, I don't think I was ever much of a helicopter mom or mm. too, too opinionated in when he decided to make choices, you know, unless it was just going to be really damaging. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but I really feel like that is one of the best things you can do for your kids. Uh, I did not grow up really <laughs> feeling like I, and it was kind of just the time of, the era that I grew up in, I didn't make or even have the opportunity to make many decisions on my own. It was, there was a lot of expectations or things were just pretty 
nor there was a lot of norms to that. Uh, but I think now it's just really, really good to develop in your children their ability to just make choices for themselves. I just want to briefly follow up on that because that's the type of parent that I think both Ashley and I want to be. I think one thing that concerns me is how are we going to like really in the moment do it? Like let Dawson make his own decision, even though we know it might not be the best decision, if that makes sense, because we love him so much. Like, of course, we want to be the parents that like, yeah, go, go to the playground, come back at six, dinner's at six. Like, you know Heck what I mean? No, well, that's Jared, I'm just it's a different world now. He's not I'm, allowed to do that. He is allowed to choose the breakfast cereal he wants or a stupid outfit. <laughs> Well, we'll find that out. Yeah, but, that's those kind of decisions. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's also like, uh, you know, more serious decisions that uh, Amy's getting at. Well, Jared and I are really concerned because we were both like very well behaved kids by nature. I mean, I'm not sure if it was nature or nurture. All I know is my sister and I are totally different when it comes to our young adulthood and the decisions that we made. So in my case, I feel like it might be nature. Jared, just like they're both of us just really good kids. Like the kids that you like wish that you'd have and i get scared that we're gonna have a rebel child my point being and we won't know how to deal with it how did you how were you able to come to that point where you're like even though i love you more than anything and i want you to make what i think is the right decision i'm gonna let you decide on your own and then you know live with either the consequences or the positive ramifications well i think um a lot of it just comes through practice like you know you start that process when they're young and so as they get older you know, it gets a little easier. Also too, I really feel like, um, I hope that then always felt like if he made ever was making a decision or in a situation where he wasn't in a good place or there was an issue that he felt like it was safe for him to call home. Yeah. You know, okay. Jared's parents and my parents definitely did the same thing. I think yeah. Jared's especially. Not that he always did. But I think you also have to make it very comfortable for your children or very, there must needs to be a real security in them knowing that if they ever made that phone call, yeah. it was safe for them yes. to do that. I, uh, I think she's, I was actually thinking about this. There's many, th there's many things, um, obviously that, uh, we've talked about a hundred times on here, um, Ashley, you and I, especially on what we love and appreciate and admire about our parents. So there, you could go on and on. But I was thinking, I was like, what's the one unique thing? It's funny that you asked that question that my parents did, and we did just talk about it, was I never, I think there was a level of respect to it that I felt. But I, I had the ability to question, like, why are you telling me to clean my room three times in one week? Is it not my fault that my room's dirty and that I want to live in filth? And they would say, yeah, but... and we would have a conversation that was very open um, and I never felt like I couldn't ask a question. I never felt like my questions needed to become arguments because I felt like, Hey, I've already been given the respect to ask a question. There's no reason to like jump on them for every decision that they tell me to make. And so I do, I think what the, the thing my parents did was they implemented a sense of curiosity in this world in me that uh, I greatly appreciate. Um, I don't think it was easy. I mean, it's not easy for your kid to like, go out and hang out with the wrong people and, you know, go out on a Saturday night and they don't really know where you're going. But like, then I would always have the ability to tell them and talk to them about it or like, be like, Hey, the last night was weird. I ran into some odd stuff. Let's talk about it. So 
just that openness is something that um, I think was not easy, but it was really healthy. And I think it's been even healthier as I've gotten older. Well, mother, I love you a ton. Thank you so much for coming on. Happy Mother's Day again. Enjoy Florida. You look really tan. Soak it in. I love you. Thanks for coming on. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's good to see you. All right. Well, it's my mom's turn, and she's been dreading this because she has some serious stage fright, even though she's just really talking to you two, and Jared is her son-in-law, and Ben, my mom has said before, she feels very comfortable with you. There's something about you that puts her at ease. I love your mom. I I don't Mm. know why she's nervous. Maybe we should make her nervous. Let's make her nervous. Well, you should be looking in yourself. I'm her son-in-law, okay? So I'm going to do the opposite of making her nervous. So, Ben, this is all on you to ask the tough questions. I'm literally going to be like, hey, Audrey, your cooking's great. (laughs) Oh, there she is. Welcome to the podcast, Mom. So happy to be here. Yes, I know you are. You're absolutely thrilled. All All right. right. Well, we're doing this thing where we're going to let the other two interview the mom who's not ours. Yeah. these two are going to be asking the questions. Yeah. And, and you're kind of, I mean, you are Jared's mother now, like you're a mother-in-law. And so Hi, I'm going to, I'm going to guide us through this. Jared's going to chime in with some great questions about Ashley that I'm sure he's asked you to before, or if he hasn't, now's the time to do it. But okay. again, thank you for joining us. You're always great. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. My mom looks very young, by the way. <laughs> My mom looks very young. Well, She's yeah. very tan right now, so well, she has she that going great. for her. It's a, it's a very special day for us because, as you know, I don't think there's ever a question in your mind. And, and, and I want you to respond to this with your thoughts, but I guess I'll, I'll phrase it in a question. How big of a gift is it, Audrey, for you to know just how much you're loved by your daughters, like that you don't doubt their love for you? Wow. Okay, well, um, we have a really good relationship. We're very close, and I'm very blessed that we are, you know, a very close family. I didn't have that growing up, so I think that, you know, either you repeat, right, or you go the opposite way. Either you act like, you know, you do exactly the way that you were raised with your children, or you decide, you know, you're going to make some changes. So I think that that's probably why I spoil them and I'm the mother that I am because, you know, I didn't have all that growing up. What, uh, what are the things that you do or that you chose to do um, maybe differently or that you just chose to do so that that relationship was always there um, with your, with your daughters? I think we spent a lot of time together, you know, um, we well at, at right now you know living in Rhode Island um it's hard cuz they're they're not living in this area but you know we talk once or twice a day text um you know once video chat <laughs> i was going to say i FaceTime her twice a day it's no more than that day, Jared. oh no jared's like your mom's calling again <laughs> <laughs> I can elaborate a little bit more on examples for my mom because my mom, you know, she gets stage right. There's just like a few things I'm thinking like when I was younger, we'd come home, she'd be home. We'd watch Dr. Phil and Oprah together. 
we'd probably learn lessons from that. (laughs) We would eat dinner together and then we'd like always have little outings. Like how many times do we go to the mall? Like those are like little bonding things all the time. We always were doing things with my mom. I never wanted, I would also like, there was something in me. Like I always wanted to be with my mom. I was never Mm. embarrassed by being with my parents, like on field trips when everybody wanted to sit at the back of the bus with their friends and be cool. (laughs) I was like, it didn't even like that seemed weird to me. I was like, no, I'd rather sit in the front with my mom. Yeah. Ashley always says that Lauren is her best friend, but I would also say that Audrey, you are her best friend as well. But I would you say also it's, it's don't the three like, of you guys yeah, together. Yeah, but you also don't like the thought of a, a parent being a friend. It's different when you're 34. Okay. Yeah, you know, part, I yeah. would say if at as sweet as it, it, we always say, Audrey, you know this, that it's like, hey, we, we want, Dawson is our son. He's not going to be our friend, yeah. you know, because we want to right. be able no, to be raise him and. Yeah, but of course, yeah, your mom is your best friend. You're 34. Yeah, you yeah. Know? No, I Sorry. always had a problem with that when people said, oh, my mom is my best friend. It's like, that's your mom, it's your parent. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's like, you know, now that she's 34, yeah, relationship it's changes. Yes. Yeah, of course, so, and for the best. So, yeah. so Audrey, I want to get to the brass tacks of things. Who do you love more, Lauren or Ashley? <laughs> Let's get real, okay? You know no beating around the bush anymore. Question. I, Sophie's choice. No, I, it would be that. impossible. There's so many. It's 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 great seeing you interact with both Lauren and Ashley because you it, you do well, of course, because you and Lauren are, are while very similar. Also, you guys are very different in a lot of different yeah, yeah, ways. And so the way your mom interacts with you is different than the way your mom interacts with Lauren. But I can see how you um it's not like for better or for worse. It's just no, different. No, it's you just you that, love both aspects of it. Different personalities. So I kind of like adapt to each personality. You know what I mean? Um, but we have the grandson now, so you love her more now, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've completed everything that she wanted. We got married. I had a baby. No. <laughs> uh, it's all good, but now it's all about Dawson. Yeah. What's it like to be a grandma now? Fabulous. It's, yeah. it's like changes the whole dynamic of the family. Yeah, it does. Right? It's just, it used to be, you know, hi, what'd you do today? Now it's like, show me the baby. Um, by by the way, Audrey, I don't know if you Nancy, can hear, if you can hear there? Nancy uh, just <laughs> snickering in the background. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. I love Dawson. <laughs> it's just great that we're, we love that we love Jared's parents too. So it's not like uh, there's no competition. It's just we love raising our grandson together. And absolutely. Well, <laughs> let's just have them talk. That'll, <laughs> no, be, no. that'll be great. They're going to talk over each other. It's going to be <laughs> chaos. Um, oh, because we had Dawson obviously in the house for the first three weeks of his yeah. life. Yeah. Were you terrified of that? Was that before? Well, I was a little nervous going up and down the stairs. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just having a fear of stairs, I guess, especially at your house. So I'm just more um, protective. Whereas if you're the parent, you know, you just grab them and you walk. And But when you're. Yeah, he's like a rubber band. I, I know when you're not used <laughs> to being around an infant, it's kind of like I walk slower and just more cautious. If you had a choice, like, do you miss Dawson being in the house or do you like the fact that like you get to see him and then you don't have to, you know? Well, I wish you guys lived closer. Yeah. Um, you know, because he changes from week to week. But uh, I'm happy. He does. Because it's a short flight, so I'm happy that I can see him as often as I can. 
Well, you're welcome anytime. We love having you here. Uh, she Audrey's, loves hearing that. She thinks yeah. that she she feels like you must get tired of her in the house. No, I don't. Audrey, every time, first of all, you treat me like a king that I don't... What? Like every, every time I go to the house, your house, I walk in, there's like a charcuterie board set up for me. Well, I don't know about and that. And you're just like, oh, I put this thing together and it has like seven different meats and cheeses and crackers and it could feed uh, a small army, but I love every second of it. And then you're just so kind to me, especially during... I mean, every time I go over during the pandemic when I was there for four months, if anybody was going to get tired of anybody. Well, think about it. Yeah, you spent a lot of time here, so. Yeah, so, and then anytime you come here, you're so good with Dawson. You clean the house. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like always doing something. Uh, It's very nice. All right, yeah. And you're a wonderful human being, so it's always (laughs) very nice to have you here. See, I'm so happy I'm on this podcast today. This is really nice. (laughs) Thank you. But I love coming, and, you know, I just... I'm just getting used to having a grandson. So it's all been good. I love to see you guys as parents because you guys are really amazing parents. Oh, well, thank you, mom. That's because you <laughs> raised us very well. You raised me well. All right. Do you want to say happy Mother's Day to your mom? Happy Mother's Day to your mom. You have a little yeah. Pandora gift coming your way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Well, thank you mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. All right, here we go. Uh, Nancy, are you in the world of Zoom? You don't have to turn your video on. Hello. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Almost Famous, with Ben and, G- and Ashley. I was <laughs> well, thank you. Hello, Ben. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. It's good to talk to you. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> you know what, Nance? Uh, I never really asked you this. Maybe I have, maybe years ago, but let's do it for the people now. Do you think that you did something to raise Jared so right to be the perfect gentleman? I'm sorry I keep using the word perfect in this podcast, but seriously, Jared, you know that you are a... <laughs> A gentleman, okay? Do you think a it was like of nature or nurture? <laughs> How much of it is both? You know, like, did you do something to just make such a handsome man be oh, so respectable yeah, as no, well? Yeah, I don't know. There's very few combinations. Ben and Jared are two examples of very handsome men who could probably get away with being not as gentlemanly as they are. Yeah, I'd give a lot of credit to our fathers. Um, that is true. And I agree with that. And honestly, you know, I, I believe I have said this and you probably, it will ring a bell. I do believe Shannon came out with her own personality right out of the womb. And so did Jared. And I, I do believe that 
sure, we molded them, but I think he came out a kind, considerate, caring human being. And um, I think it's, did we help a little along the way, like making a cake? Yeah, we might have put the frosting on and decorated it a little, but. Well, if anybody saw pictures of me as a child, they know that (laughs) cake making was a specialty of mine. (laughs) Oh, for love of God. I'm sorry. Everyone on my side of the family went through a chubby stage, and I'm still in it. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite pictures, um, Nancy. I, uh, you know, from a, from the outside looking in, right? Uh, yeah. Ashley obviously is in love uh, with Jared. They're married. They have a beautiful, beautiful baby. Um, yeah. You are um, you're somebody that's been along for that ride since the beginning. Yeah. But I'm on the outside here, and so I, sometimes I feel like in life the outside opinion is the one that um, is the most impactful. And so, you know, I remember meeting Jared for the first time. I remember sitting next to him uh, in the bachelor mansion on night one, looking at this guy. And I said these words to him. I said, Hey dude, I don't belong here. And he looked back at me and he said, I don't either. And now that's kind of funny. It was never shown. Um, But what he did in that moment was he showed empathy and he made me feel less alone in a moment that was very overwhelming and very hard mm-hmm. to process. And that's where you come in, Nancy. My question for you is, Jared is an empathetic soul. Uh, he is a tremendous husband and a great father and a great friend. Was there an intentionality to you raising him? Was there things that you did on purpose to help him become that? Or do you feel like it was still, like you said earlier, just you kind of putting the icing on the cake, just helping him walk down a path forward or do you feel like there were some things that you said no as a parent I want to instill this into my son well of course um I think every parent wants to instill something in their child whether it's Jared or whether it's my daughter Shannon and um and with a son I did have an intention to make sure that he was uh sensitive and had empathy and certainly was respectful, not just of women, of men, of, you know, because, um, so I don't know if I answered that correctly. I I did do, I did do things with intention. What did Uh, you do? Of course. What specifically? What do I need to do to Dawson to have him turn out to be like Jared? Oh, goodness gracious. Love him. Love him. Love him. Respect him. Um, listen to him and i went to classes (laughs) you went to classes i did Uh, and that's you know we're gonna get down and i think i've i've admitted this um with shannon um shannon was more of a um i told shannon something once and she did it i said no to shannon and she took no for an answer jared was not so much this that same kind of child i would say something nine times and jared would not listen and i would get frustrated and so he was about four or five and i said i either am gonna go take a course or i'm gonna kill the child i don't know which one's gonna come first <laughs> well i'm still here so she <laughs> took the course <laughs> That's so fair. i did i took a course and um it was like five weeks but the one main thing that i took out of that course was positive reinforcement mm. with is so if you did something that like put in the little you gave him a lot of burger king <laughs> <laughs> He put a kitten in the microwave. <laughs> Listen, I didn't turn the microwave on. I was a kid. I don't know what the hell was going I know. on. 
I know you didn't know what you were doing, but if he did, let's That's say, so as he got older, if he did something that, you know, was not acceptable or just wasn't, you know, or he just talked back or wasn't, you know, we just, I would go in first with everything that he did really well that day and how happy and how proud I am of him. And that would really work a lot better than what I was doing, because what I was doing is just like grabbing his earlobe and pulling him in the bedroom. And <laughs> mm-hmm. that wasn't working so well. <laughs> No, it, hey, you Nance. know, Nancy, oh. there is there is a theme here, uh, obviously, and, and you've I, I think you've been listening on. But for my mom yes. uh, and yes. I have a great relationship with my parents and a lot in a lot of ways I always have. And there's just a lot of love and um, a lot of respect that I have for them. And and uh, and then obviously with Ashley's mom, the same thing. There was respect. There was love. There was a there was a friendship. Uh, it sounded like going on there. Nancy, you just said it. You had the positive reinforcement. Uh, and the Absolutely. respect again, you used the word respect. There's a theme in this parenting of three parents that we believe are incredible mothers where respect was given to their child. How important now looking back was that to respect your child and to love your child? You, you touched on something with your mom, which really hit home to me because I was brought up with, well, why did you say that? Because I said so. That's the way I was brought up. I wasn't allowed to ask questions, right? My generation. I wasn't allowed to, you know, say, well, why do I have to go? Well, why? Because I said so. So that's what I had to relearn that behavior and not, and I didn't want to be that parent that just stood there and said, because I said so. So we would have discussions, like you said, so you touched on that. And I think with that develops a friendship as they get older. In a, in a mutual respect with each other. Hmm. I, yeah. uh, it's, it's something that, uh, you're, you're spot on there. And it's something I just don't want to under emphasize, uh, when it comes to how we see our parents, because today, uh, because of that also, and because of that stance and, and because of that intentionality, because of the ability to ask questions, you know what I can still do? I can still ask my parents questions at 33 years old and I can still lean on them because I know that they've done it since the day I was born. And I know as I get older, it's only going to get easier to continue to have those more adult now conversations. Nancy, you've raised an incredible child. Uh, you have Thank an incredible uh, grandchild here who I know you're so excited for and proud of. Um, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank uh, you you for are a treat. Me. And Jared is an amazing son. I couldn't ask for a better son. And I just want to throw in one, I am so grateful because we would go to like, like Ashley touched on in the front of the bus. We would go to movies together. When Jared was 16, he still go to the movies with his mom. Mm. He, and we would laugh and we would have so much fun together. So yeah. And how special yeah, we, is that? I know. <laughs> so I don't know why we, you. I remember we saw, we saw Mission Impossible 3, which came out in 2006 in a movie theater. And I just, yeah, I have a vivid memory of that. Why? I don't remember. But <laughs> anywho. Uh, I was 18 at the time. Uh, Mom, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day. I love you. Thank you. I love you. I love Ashley. I love Dawson. Thank you for Um, having me on. Hey, thank thank you. you. And don't forget, if you can watch Dawson tomorrow, that would be great. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Man, I really wish your mom could have thrown in that story of when you played dead. One time she came home and Jared had... I, I, why would you... Yeah. He, my he got poor ketchup and he pretended like it was blood and he put a knife next to him in the family room. Listen. <laughs> he laid there. Listen. 
it was their own fault. They let me. I was watching Halloween. I was watching Scream. You know, I had a very uh, uh, imaginative, uh, imaginative mind. And yeah. I was like, oh, I got a great idea. Well, here's the thing, so Jared. It doesn't sound like you're the easiest of children, but it sounds like you did the the things that you needed to and the right things to make sure your mom knew that you loved her, that she was going to be a part of your life, and that she always was going to be a part of your life. And I think we can't underestimate that. And hey, I just want to say on behalf of all of us here, we love talking to all of our moms. And yeah. we're going to continue this episode on Jared and Dean's podcast, Help I Suck at Dating with some other very special people in our lives. Guess who they are? Our significant others. Thank you to all our moms for coming on, even though my mom hates to do things like this. She does it for her child and her grandchild. She was was good. Um, We are going to continue this conversation on help I suck at dating. But instead of moms, we're going to do it with significant others. And we want to thank Pandora for making this episode happen and for treating all our moms to some beautiful jewelry. It is the place to go to for it is the place to go to for Mother's Day gifts. So if you're thinking, what do I get mom? Make sure to go check out a Pandora store near you or their stuff online. Follow after me. I've been Dawson's mom. And I've been Nancy's son. And I've been Amy's son. And this is the Almost Famous Podcast. Happy Mother's Day, mothers. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.